0: Welcome to the Warrior Families Movement, where we learn how to create lives and homes in which you and your family are all passionately engaged in using your gifts and the fight for good. I'm your host, Karen Bates, and I'm excited to journey with you as we learn to let go of the weights of distraction, perfectionism, comparison, and control, so we can freely walk with courageous purpose and loving presence on our unique path. Each episode is designed to shine light on a step you can take Toward your inspired dreams and vision for lifting your family and lighting the world. Good morning. Thank you for being here. I hope you had a really nice 4th of July weekend. Um, it was a long one that seemed to go on for three days to time, the celebration, which was really fun. I think 4th of July might be my favorite holiday. I love that there's no big meals involved and that we can just spend time together as friends and family celebrating great people who made sacrifices. and and given us so much freedom it was it's just a good a good day for us to remember and to feel the desire to do our part as well i had a really neat epiphany this weekend that i wanted to share with you i don't know if it will be as helpful to you as it was to me i don't know if it was just something that it could be that i was just at a point in my life where i could understand it even though i had heard it in a lot of ways before i just needed to understand in this particular way at this time, but I hope it's of some benefit. I mentioned in the last episode that I'd been feeling weighed down with responsibilities, plus the mom guilt about all that I wasn't doing right. I felt like I was dropping balls everywhere. It reminded me of this game that we sometimes play at the ropes course where we all stand in a circle and I throw a tennis ball to one person and they throw it to another person until everybody's had the ball and then we repeat the same pattern trying to beat our time. And then we start throwing out more balls in order so that we do the same pattern, but with a lot of balls up in the air. And if anybody drops a ball, kind of the pattern or the rhythm gets a little messed up and and suddenly balls kind of start falling everywhere. I felt like I was dropping balls and just chasing them all over the place. Because in my mind, the balls represented all the things I needed and wanted to do. And I was just dropping and running and trying to catch so many balls and throwing everything off rhythm for everyone. But in the last episode, I said I had felt to make a to-do list with only three items. One, prayerfully, choose my tasks for the day and prioritize them. Then two, go about my day doing them as best as I could, knowing that it wouldn't be perfect. And three, give the rest to God. So I've been working on that, and I think maybe that's what opened up my mind to this new epiphany that I had this weekend. It's giving me this reminder that's been helpful in my mind that God loves me and will move his cause forward despite my weaknesses. It's not my work, it's his. It's just my privilege to be a part of it in my own very weak way. And I am super, super grateful that he's sending incredible people to take up a lot of those balls for me. And I'm also getting better at asking for help. However, I had this realization as I was in the car the other day. Um, this song came on the radio, that's one of my favorite songs, it's called "Warn." It's just on Christian radio. And when it came on, I said to my daughter, oh, this has been the theme song of my life lately. And then as we listen to it, she's like, oh, let's turn it up. And as we listen to it, I was like, oh, I don't want her to think that <laughs> I'm like upset all the time or sad. But this is some of the lyrics, and I'll just share the lyrics and then the chorus at the end because the lyrics kind of share how we tend to feel sometimes. And the chorus is the hopeful part, right? But the lyrics go like this I'm tired, I'm worn, my heart is heavy from the work it takes to just keep breathing. I've made mistakes. I've let my hope fail. My soul feels crushed by the weight of this world. I know I need to lift my eyes up, but I'm too weak. Life just won't let up. My prayers are wearing thin. I'm worn even before the day begins. I'm worn. I've lost my will to fight. I'm worn. So heaven, come and flood my eyes. And here's the chorus. I know that you can give me rest, so I cry out with all that I have left. Let me see redemption win. Let me know the struggle ends. That you can mend a heart that's frail and torn. I want to know a song can rise from the ashes of a broken life. And all that's dead inside can be reborn. Because I'm worn. So it's a beautiful song and it's so much more beautiful with the actual music. But it just reminds me of where to go find rest for my soul. And so of course when it was over I explained to my daughter like, I... I'm really not always feeling worn and heavy. I have a lot of joy in my life, too. But the fact that I said it was a theme song to my life made me pause to think, am I not often enough remembering the chorus part and living a little bit too often in the verse part? So on Sunday, as I was feeling pretty worn, it was the holiday weekend, and I'd had several late nights and early mornings, so I was tired. I thought maybe I was feeling so worn down and anxious because I had so many things running around in my head, and so I thought it'd be a good idea to write them down and prioritize them. But it wasn't working this time, usually that helps me, but this time I just had so many things I felt like I couldn't catch them and put them on paper because I was afraid that something was hiding in there and I would be forgetting it, and I just wasn't feeling peaceful at all. And then I prayed to ask Heavenly Father to help me, and the thought that came to my mind was that I hadn't really taken the time to talk and to connect with my husband for a while, and that I should drop all my planning and go see what he was up to and how he was doing. So I did. And after I talked to him, I had this feeling come to my heart. It said something like this. You are here to love, to be grateful for the present moment, the people around you and the experiences you're having. And then try to follow where I lead you. I will catch all the balls you drop. So stop worrying about them. I had this visual of God holding the world in his hands and all the balls I was dropping were falling onto those hands. It was as if he was asking me, how well do you really trust me? Is it enough to be at peace, grateful and joyful in all that you're doing, or just enough to be overwhelmed by all the good things there are to do? It was a whole new level of trust that he was asking me to give him, and I wanted to give it to him with all my heart. So since then, I've been practicing it. When I feel overwhelmed with the weight of all there is to do, I think of his hands holding the world and that my job isn't to keep everything under control, My job is to love those around me and be grateful for the present moment and experiences, and then to show that gratitude by trying to follow where he is leading me right now. I like that job so much better than trying to be in control and frantically catching all the balls. I hope that visual is helpful to you too. And before I go, I wanted to let you know that the online and in-person warrior journey program will start on August 31st. The online version is for families to do at home And the in-person version will be done at Find Your Path Academy in Provo, Utah, with the youth and families there. I just recorded a video that talks about Find Your Path Academy, what it is and how it can help you. Whether you're going to join Find Your Path Academy or not, I think the things that I share will help you think of ideas that you can implement at home about the kind of education that your kids need in the world today. I pulled the audio from the video and I'm going to just play it next for you. And just so you know, the tuition is the lowest right now that it will ever be, and it's going to go up soon. So this year would be an awesome year to start. Here's that recording. Hey there, what is Find Your Path Academy? It is really hard to break it down into a short little video, but I'm gonna do my best. It is a one to two day a week educational program for homeschool families where we integrate language arts, history, Spanish leadership, self-discovery, entrepreneurship, and anything your child is really interested in learning about into a project-based experience for your youth and your family where we choose to challenge ourselves to grow out of our comfort zone and to make the world a better place. These experiences will be extremely valuable for your family. You'll learn to network with other youth and families to complement each other's gifts and interests so that you can creatively solve some of the problems you see in your family and in the world around you. You will learn resilience, creative problem-solving, effective communication, and other principles that allow you to understand who you are and what you're capable of and make a difference for good in the world. You will also implement connective systems in your life and home that allow you to acquire the habits that help you make and reach inspired goals in all different areas of your life. There are four core areas that work together to bring about this work. They are the warrior journey, entrepreneurship, humanitarian work, and nature studies through permaculture and georgics. And this is what a typical day at Find Your Path Academy would look like. Youth come to class prepared having read or listened to a short biography around 10 to 20 pages about a person who exemplifies a certain character trait. They will have also watched a short video about that character trait and read a chapter from Find Your Path about it. They'll also come ready to report on the take-home challenges that they chose. We're gonna talk about those in just a little bit uh, because we cover those at the end of class. The youth will meet at the ropes course and break out into age groups there to do a challenge activity that relates to a principle we learned about that week. So for example, if we read about Frederick Douglass, and how he escaped from bondage, we would discuss the things in life that are holding us back from reaching our potential. An example of an activity about this would be that we could attempt to climb the rock wall with tennis balls in our hands, and then we drop them and try again. After that, we would discuss what the tenor balls re- tennis balls represented to us and what we can do in our life to drop something that is holding us back. After that, we will stay in our groups and have a discussion about why the principle is so important, and how we can apply it to our own lives. Then the youth will share their take-home challenges, and at the end there will be time for them to choose from a variety of take-home challenges or to write their own. They will have a mini writing lesson before they start writing things down, and the take-home challenges will include skills to practice, subjects to study, and creative projects to try. They are welcome to turn their writing into our writing mentor if they'd like to know how to improve it. Next, youth will work on projects for the garden, the animals, or the greenhouse. They can either create their own projects or help with another project that someone else created. They'll get a mini Spanish lesson at the beginning, and the mentors who can speak Spanish will also speak Spanish throughout their work time so that the youth will have an immersive experience as they work. As they do this, youth will learn about creating optimal environments for growth in the farm and for themselves learn how to be self-sufficient through different projects that they can replicate at home and discern natural law and how it relates to self-government, agency, and freedom. From there, we will discuss what we learned from the land and by working together, we will talk about how we can use those lessons in our life that week and what projects we feel inspired to work on to help those around us by raising funds or by providing a service. Then we divide into youth-led project groups based on interests And work on group projects for the rest of the class. Mentors will be there to guide and help the youth see their next step in order to increase the likelihood of successful projects, but the youth will also understand that not all projects will be successful, that failure is an important part of the learning process, and that they can use those lessons that they learned in order to increase their chance of success for the next project. Then before they leave, they will plan what they need to do to be prepared to help their group before the next class time, and they will add it to their challenge list. Youth are also welcome back to work on projects or teach classes on Thursdays between 1230 and 430. This is optional, but that extra time will really benefit them for completing and doing well with their projects. And a really important aspect to all of this is, of course, the why. Why are we doing entrepreneurial projects? Why are we growing and raising resources and um, building our skills and gifts and talents? And so at the end of each year, we're gonna ask every family and youth who raised money through the entrepreneurial projects to donate a certain amount of it to be able to go on a humanitarian trip and, and meet the kids in other parts of the world who have very little, but who are still so grateful for what they have. And it'll inspire us to be more that way, to work hard, to value our education, And we will to share our love with them. I used to think that, you know, humanitarian trips were kind of a waste of money because we could use that money to, um, help them the needs in other parts of the world instead of actually going. But when I actually went on one, I realized how much they just need to know that we love them and they're not going to get that from, you know, a gift. They're going to get that from face to face interaction and, and feeling that love from us. And so that's a really important aspect of the school. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that in the next video how this whole thing was born and how it all came about so um, i'll see you there hey thanks so much for listening will you please rate subscribe and share this podcast with your friends so that we can grow this warrior family movement and encourage one another in using our unique gifts in the fight for good and if you'd like to know more about the warrior journey program the events the school or any other resources please visit awarrioreducation.com and I'll see you there.